Welcome everyone to today's daily directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. We are continuing our conversation about faith paired with deeds today. That is actionable faith. We will read the second half of James's discourse on this particular subject. So this is James chapter two, verses 18 through 24, and I'm reading them in the new international version. Someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds. And I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Wow. It seems pretty weighty that James says, you believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. So let's think about Jesus' interactions with demons for a moment. Several times in the gospels, Jesus encounters people who are demon-possessed. The demons inside of them recognize Jesus. They acknowledge him as the son of God. Once Jesus tells a demon to be quiet because he hasn't been revealed as the son of God yet. And other times Jesus acknowledges that they are right and then tells them to flee. These examples warn us that recognition of who Jesus is, is not all that is required. We must know who he is. We must acknowledge it. And then we need to choose him as leader of our lives. When Jesus is leading and guiding us, our beliefs, our thoughts, and our actions all become intertwined and we begin living differently. Our faith influences our actions. James gives two examples of people in the Old Testament who proved their faith by their actions. The first was Abraham, and then next episode we'll talk about Rahab, who comes in the following verses. So here's a quick recap of Abraham's story. God promised Abraham that he would become a great nation with many sons, as many sons as there are stars in the sky. The problem was Abraham had no children at all at the point that God promised this to him, and he continued not to have children for years and years. His wife, Sarah, was barren. Now, finally, miraculously, God granted Abraham and Sarah a son when she was 90 and he was 100. And they named the boy Isaac. Genesis chapter 22 says, sometime later, this is sometime later after the boy was born and weaned, God tested Abraham. So God says, Abraham, take your son, your only son whom you love, Isaac, 
and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain that I will show you. So Abe collects fire and wood and knife, two of his servants and his son, and he hikes for three days to Mount Moriah. He tells the servants to stay behind, and then he takes the fire, the wood, the knife, and tells his son to follow him. While they're hiking, Isaac asks Abraham, where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham answers, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. At the top of the mountain, Abraham situates everything. He piles the wood up to make an altar. He binds his son and places him on top of the pile. And then he raises his hand with a knife in it to make the sacrifice. And luckily, an angel shows up. The angel stops him and then affirms Abraham's dedication and devotion to God because he did not withhold his son, his only son. So then Abraham looks off to the side and he sees a ram caught by its horns in some briars. Abraham goes and kills the animal. He takes his son off of the altar, puts the ram on the altar instead, and then declares, God provides. So now back to James chapter two, in verses 20 through 24, James says that Abraham's faith was made complete by what he did. So here we are back to the concept of completeness, of maturity, total fullness, perfection, right back like James chapter one. Abraham's faith came to maturity, not through belief alone, but also through his actions. It was the faith and the action working together, as James says, that counted him righteous. After James quotes Genesis 15, 16, that credits Abraham's faith as righteousness, Abraham was deemed God's friend. And this so beautifully aligns with the teaching of Jesus. Remember in John chapter 15, Jesus says to his disciples, you are my friends if you do what I command. And that sure sounds like faith put into action to me, doesn't it? Just a few verses later, Jesus then tells his disciples what it is that he commands. He says, this is my command. Love each other. So James chapter two, verse 24 says, a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. We do desire for our faith to come to completion, to come to maturity in righteousness. We do, don't we? I pray that for you. And I ask that you'll pray that for me. And what James is telling us is that in order for that to be true, we need to move our faith into action and not allow it to stay sitting in our heads. So today go and live love out loud. Be blessed.